So we talking, we got some topics to talk about today, you know what I mean? We chilling. It's Monday, February 18th. Fresh off that NBA All-Star game, All-Star weekend. How'd y'all feel about that All-Star weekend? Charlotte, North Carolina. Shout out to everybody down in Charlotte. Had a ball. Dunk contest was okay. Dunk contest was all right. I really wasn't feeling the dunk contest. It was all right, man. It wasn't nothing I had never seen before. You know what I mean? I mean, the bull jumped over Shaq. Um, come to find out, I'm on YouTube, and he did that dunk a couple of months ago versus Ion Williams from Duke. So, with that being said, is the dunk contest overrated? I mean, do we need to? Do the fans need to pick who we want in the dunk contest? Because I wanted to see Donovan Mitchell go at it versus Dennis Smith Jr. That would have been pretty classic. Or what about how about Aaron Gordon? No, I wanted to see some. I wanted to see some talent. You know, these guys were okay, but it wasn't like the talent, the name. They didn't have that shot value. They didn't have. They didn't do it for me. You know, they didn't do it for me. It was pretty boring. You know, seeing some things made you jump out of your chair, you know. But it wasn't, it wasn't like, I mean, Greek the Freak should have joined. He should have got involved. Would love to see LeBron in it. Um, But LeBron, I don't think he's one of those guys that are dunkers. Fancy dunkers, I would say. You know, who would you like to see in the dunk contest? Who would you like to see? Hit me up on Instagram Live. We here. Um, every every day, 9 o'clock, we'll be recording. This podcast is available on five different platforms. You know, we stepped our game up. Something crazy. Beautiful thing. You know? Next year, Chicago has the All-Star game. It'll be in Chi-Town. I don't know about that. I would like to go to Chi-Town to see that. But that's Chirac at the end of the day. That's Chirac. Um, who knows what will be going on out there. Them bulls, there's a lot of wolves out there. But they might have it presentable for the public. I would go just to take a picture in front of that Jordan statue. You know? I will go to Chicago just to take a picture in front of that Michael Jordan statue. And, you know, just to chill in that environment. You know, I guess the nonsense doesn't take place in, the, in that area. But Philly needs an all-star game. Philly deserves an all-star game. I mean, these guys, just this city just came up off of a Super Bowl. Had a good second season. Under coach, under coach Doug Peterson, they're doing all right. The city's doing okay. They got a big four now. They got a big four. You know, they got Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons. You know, they got a big four. They got something. They got they got something going on. You know, they got a lot going on. They got a lot going on. Philly got a lot going on. It's a lot of construction taking place. You know, so we got the mall gallery, new gallery taking place. Um, you know, it's a lot happening in the city. But they deserve an all-star game. You know, 
contrary to what people think about the city, it's a good city. Brooklyn had one. New York had one. Los Angeles had one. Um, you got to bring it back. Bring it back to the East Coast. East Coast. The real East Coast. I don't even think Boston had an All-Star game. And Boston won about 20-something championships. Did they even have an All-Star game yet? 19 championships, I think. I think Lakers won 11, Boston won 18, or something like that. But yeah. You know? Something to think about. Something, definitely something to think about. Definitely something to think about. Um, like I said, I thought the All Star game was pretty decent. It could have been better. A lot of threes were shot. Um, I like the format of the East versus the West, not Team LeBron James versus whoever, like Team Giannis. Um, that really was. That's getting kind of. It's getting kind of boring to me. I mean, I know they're trying to level it out and add a little um, excitement to the game, but it's not exciting. Everyone knew from the rip. That LeBron team was going to win. It was predicted that they were going to win. Um, nobody knew that they were going to go down 27 points at one point. But it's an all-star game. And teams play hard in certain pockets of the game. You got four quarters. Um, team Giannis, they, play, they chose to play hard in the beginning of the game. LeBron and them chose to play hard at the end. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. So they finished and they closed out and ended up beating them. Kevin Durant got the MVP. I didn't even realize that he had 31 points. A quiet 31, six three-pointers. Um, he was a beast. That was a, that was a performance. I wasn't even paying him no mind that game. Um, Paul George could have won. I really wanted Paul George to win that. Was Paul George putting in a lot of work. He did his thing. And f f for Paul George to come off that injury, that broken leg that he took, I mean, his bone popped out of his skin. You know, people counted that man out, you know, man. But he's he's here. He's winning. And, you know, these guys got a chance to go to the championship. Who knows? Um, only they can, they can only beat themselves. They can only beat themselves. Shout out to the NBA. My brother was at the game. NBA put on a good show. But like I said, Philly needs an all-star game. That's all I think I'm going to say. You know? Them performances were crazy. You know, I was really feeling um, Meek Mill's performance. I mean, his mic sounded kind of off, but... I was feeling Meek Mill's performance. He got up there and he did his thing. You know, in a sense, I'm kind of proud of that guy because it's like, you know, he's really not a bad person. You know, he's, he's not a bad guy. He, he he never really got into too much, too much trouble out there. You know, Meek Mill's not a controversial rapper. He's just a rapper. And it, the, the guy's been rapping since he was about 12 years old. 12 years old, 13 years old, he's got his shine now. And I think he's running with this. 
he's taking that torch to another level. You know, so um, Meek Mill did a hell of a job out there. You know, he did a real good job. He has way more hits than what he sung. He has way more hits than what he sung. Um, I think he could have hit him with some more, with some more tracks. That would have been that would have been real good. You know, he's a, he's a talented guy. Real good rapper, you know what I mean? But he did his thing. But what stole, what took the cake was the J. Cole performance. Because, see, I'm a fan of J. Cole. But I never watched J. Cole perform a show, perform live. Never seen J. Cole on stage. Never knew J. Cole could put on a show like that. And for it to be so basic, he really did his thing. You know, J. Cole really did a good job up there. That's probably one of the best performances I've seen. You know, no lip sync. You know, he just went up there and just took over the, took over the crowd and got into it. You know, I, I mean, you know, he actually made me listen to his music on Apple iTunes, on Apple Music. I had to say shit. I rode a train into work. I was listening to some J. Cole, man. He said, God damn, that boy really did his thing. You know, so the performances were real good. The NBA All Star Game this year was 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 off the hook. I would rather see East versus West though, not the team team Giannis and stuff. That was, but like they did a good job. It was good. This year was good. Charlotte, Charlotte really really put on, put on for the um for the town. It was, it was decent. Real decent. Um, we're gonna shift gears a little bit. You know, it's a lot of shit going on in the um, news. Excuse me. But we got this kid, the kid from Empire. So I'm watching the news, and I know everybody knows about this. I'm watching the news. And they saying that he got beat up by some some white people wearing the magna hats, maga hats, whatever it is. Um, to be honest with you, I I didn't even feel sorry for the kid from the rip when I heard the story. I said, all right, you know, motherfucker, people get beat up every day, you know. He got jumped. And they made a big thing about this, you know, it was kind of kind of sensitive to people in that gay community. A lot of black people were angry, you know, mad at white people, mad at make America great again people. And it caused a little uproar. Everybody was very upset. I mean, I'm surprised it didn't go further. You know, to the point where, because he's in Hollywood, I'm surprised it didn't go further than all that other stuff, the extra protesting and whatnot. But now, come to find out, this guy's lying. He's lying. He told a big-ass lie. This whole thing is not is not even real. He didn't get beat up. He didn't get assaulted. He didn't get hurt by no white people. He paid motherfuckers to do this. He paid people to beat him up and make it look like he got assaulted 
so they can make a big thing about this whole situation. That's crazy. For him, that's very irresponsible. That's crazy. Um, you put all these people through that mess. You know, you put the cops through this, do the shits. They had to write these reports. You put people on social media. They boohooing and crying. They actually, they actually arguing about this. You know, like, oh, he's black. Is the fuck Donald Trump and all this stuff? Like, blah 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 blah. You know, um, that is crazy. I told somebody, I said, man, this guy needs to be banned from Hollywood. He shouldn't even be able to act in Hollywood no more. You know? Right. He's a dangerous motherfucker, man. To tell a lie that big and that dangerous, you know, and actually stage this shit and get on ABC and sit there and do an interview with this lady. And the way he was looking, I was just like, you know, something ain't right about this kid, you know. So I really wasn't feeling it. I wasn't. I wasn't into that. I'm like, nah. I'm like, nah. From the rip, I said, okay, he got beat up. You know, the hits weren't even that bad, to be honest with you. So I kind of knew something was wrong, because if. Some racist right motherfuckers beat you up, and you're gonna get hurt. You're gonna see some, some. You're gonna see some um scars. Not just no, not just no black eye. You know? But yeah, this guy's crazy, man. How you guys feel about that, man? Let me know when you, when you, when you, when you comment on the podcast. If you, if you comment, let me know what you think about it. You know, Instagram Live, if whoever's in here, is not too many people in here, but you guys will see it later on. You know, just give me your feedback on it. You know, I pre-record the podcast and doing Instagram Live so everybody can see it. You know, see the visual, the visual effect. Yeah, it was weird. It's weird, man. You got some crazy people out here, man. You got some people that do some weird stuff. I'm talking about this guy's in the limelight doing shit like that. He's a weird guy, man. There's some shit a chick could do, really. You know, so, um... Something else I wanted to tap into was the, um... Was the the kid, the rapping bull, you know, the guy, Takashi 6 9 He's... He, he might get a get-out-of-jail-free card. He might get a get-out-of-jail-free card. He might be coming home. Who knows? I mean, he's not going to be walking in the street or nothing like that. You know, obviously, he won't be in the street. But um, they're saying he's going to be in a witness protection program. He's going to cut a deal. He's going to be in a witness protection program, maybe. Maybe, who knows? This might be just fake news. This might be rumors. Um... But, um, yeah, there's really nothing else to talk about about this kid. You know, he's a, he did some dumb stuff, um, and then he's telling on everybody. And he's, I, I seen one thing where it said they, they're trying to make it look like he was a little off, like he didn't have his right state of mind. 
because he's suffering from something when his dad died in front of him or something like that when he was 13. So he said he suffered and everything. But, um, you know, they give him the white, the white, the, the white way out. Not the right way out, the white way out. Because, you know, that's what a lot of white people use, pleading sanity and shit like that. But, um, yeah, they're giving this guy a go pass. So he'll be back out here in the street sometime, you know, in a witness protection program, just chilling, kicking his feet up after he didn't put these guys under, you know. Obviously, he wasn't doing none of this stuff that they say he was doing. He wasn't like a ringleader or nothing. He was just a flunky. He was in the wrong, the wrong place at the wrong time. He signed a deal with the wrong people so he can get put on. And in the midst of him doing all this stuff, these antics... He was just hanging around the wrong crowd. And um, this is what ha that's what happens when you don't separate yourself. You know, he wanted to be a rapper. He wanted to rap. You know, pay the cost to be the boss. And um, he's in hot water. He's in hot water right now. He's sitting in Brooklyn, he's in the feds. Um... I don't think I really don't think people care about him too much, you know. Not not even a lot of rappers really give two craps about him because you know he did what he did, and he's done. So we're gonna shift gears, you know. We're gonna get off that topic because I just wanted to let y'all know about that right there. Everybody that's out there listening on the podcast, and um, you know that's his situation. He's a grown ass man. Man, dumbass move. But like I said on the last podcast, I said we were gonna tap into the top sports cities in America. The top sports cities, the most passionate fan bases in all the sports. The most passionate fan fan bases. Yeah. You got a lot of them out there. You got a lot of fans that are crazy. I love going to sporting events. I'll go to a sporting event before I go anywhere else. You know, so I've been around. I've been in some hostile environments. You know, some some crazy. I've seen some crazy, crazy, sh crazy stuff. But I would say, I would say, um, one of the most hostile environments. I was telling, I was saying, it would be Cleveland. Cleveland. When Cleveland starts winning, those fans are just different. They move different. They do different things. They make they make different moves. They make you uncomfortable. Those fans will make you uncomfortable. Philadelphia one of the wildest cities that you can ever watch sports in. You will not be mad if you come to this city when they're winning or losing and you see the Philadelphia fan base start showing out. And when they do that Eagles chant, it can be one of the most annoyingest things if your team is losing. You know, you say you're a Giants fan and you're in there and it's a rival game. It's a rival game. You you in there, and they start doing that Philadelphia Eagle chant. 
What's going on, man? I'm recording the podcast. Shout out, shout out to, shout out to my man that just walked in, my cousin. You know, everybody that can't hear me right now, that can't see me on the podcast, I'm recording live once again on Instagram. But like I said, yeah, the Philadelphia fan base probably might be one of the top wildest fan bases. You got Oakland. Um, New Yorkers are pretty, pretty wild. You got them Jets fans. Giants fans are all right. Um, As far as baseball goes, I'm talking about all sports, collective. You got them Yankee fans. New York Yankee fans are wild. So, you know, it's just different. It's just different. What's the wildest fan base that you have encountered? What's the wildest fan base you've encountered? You know, I've been in Philly. I've been, like, in the first, first row. Sitting there in the first row. And I I witnessed it one, one year. I witnessed I witnessed something crazy like you know I'm sitting down in the game and the Giants the Giants are playing the Eagles we're sitting we're watching the game and I never realized how wild these fans were until I'm just sitting there and Eli Manning threw an interception he threw it to Odell Beckham and it's an interception and the crowd I'm talking about the Eagles, the Giants were winning at the time. The crowd just stood up. And it sounded like you were in a goddamn lion's den or something. Everybody ah, ah, laughing and pointing at my face and all this shit. And it was very it was real, real crazy. I ain't appreciate that shit at all. You know what I mean? I maintained my composure. I just sat there and chilled. You know? But yeah. This could be a hostile environment, but on the flip side, when you go to New York, MetLife, MetLife Stadium. At MetLife Stadium, those fans are even crazier. Like I said, Jets fans when they're playing the Patriots. You go to a Jets and Patriots game, and you're gonna see a different type of New York. You go to a Giants and Eagles game when in MetLife, a Giants and Eagles game will probably change your life. Because the Giants fans are just as crazy as the Eagles fans. If not crazier. And then you take it down like like Dallas, the Dallas Cowgirl fans. They're really not that aggressive. They're pretty laid back and quiet. They're they're basically nice people. You can you can be in Philly and Philly they harass cowboy fans. You see you with a cowboy shirt on. Uh, take that shit off. You fucking got that crazy jersey on. This that and the third. Tony Homo, all that shit. They get right with them. The Dallas fans, only thing they can say is, we got rings and this, that, and the third. Even when the Giants fans harass a Cowboy fan, same thing. We got more rings than you. Their fans are not as aggressive as they think they are. 
on the West Coast, I think those Oakland fans are just different. The Oakland Raider fans. They're about to move to Las Vegas in a couple of years, 2020. I'm talking about these Oakland Raider fans. They come to work, it's, they come to, I said work, they come to the game in um, like these Halloween costumes with spikes all in their head and everything and they just run around and do all this crazy shit. And they get, and they got this something called the black hole where if you sit there and you got another team's jersey on, they will tear your ass to shreds in that black hole. You know, they wear these, they wear these Legion of Doom masks and you can scare the shit out of a kid if they go there. It's one of the worst stadiums to watch a game at. Oakland Raiders. Other than that, I don't see too many, too many, too many wild franchises. You got New York. You, you can't forget New England. You got New. When I say New York, you got to go Giants and Jets. I mean Yankees. Um, we're gonna get into real quick about the Knicks. Um, you got Cleveland. You got Detroit. Detroit got some wild fans. You got Oakland. Um, the Rams don't have too much of a wild fan base, but when they get their stadium, I think that's when you'll see a lot of a lot of action from the Rams. The Rams are gonna the Rams are coming up. Plus they just made a Super Bowl appearance. So these Rams, they're they're up and coming. But they're not, they're not by any means, they're not a wild, wild fan base at this point in time. You got the Green Bay fans. Chicago. Chicago fans are known to be rowdy. They won six championships. They got a Super Bowl. They have an appearance. Yeah, you know, they, they, they made it. As far as when fan bases go, as far as basketball, the Knicks fans are probably the most miserable fans on earth. Because these fans got high expectations for these dudes. I'm talking about the fans in New York City are probably the most depressed fans I've seen in my life. You know, you got these fans walk around and they say, we from New York, we from New York. And they wear that with, a, they wear that with pride. You see, I'm a Laker fan, I'm not a Knicks fan. I'm a Laker fan. I'm not a Knicks fan, not a fan of the Knicks. But when I'm talking about these fans, they were rowdy in the 90s. They were rowdy. It was a point in time in New York history where you couldn't come to New York City with a Michael Jordan jersey on. It was a point in time in New York where New Yorkers didn't even wear Jordans. Air Maxes. They didn't like Mike. They hated Mike. They hated his guts. You come to New York City... Don't wear no Reggie Miller jersey. Don't wear no no Michael Jordan jersey. 
It's just that. It's just like that, plain and simple. The Nick fans were crazy, but now they have been out of the loop for years. Just came off of an eighteen-game losing streak. They're trying to tank and trying to do what the Sixers did. They're trying to get the kid from Duke Zion. I don't think it's gonna happen. And if it does happen, that kid gonna fuck around and say, "I want to trade. I don't want to play here. I don't want to lose. I don't want to be in this in this city." It's like a black cloud over New York. So the fan bases in New York is basically consist of Yankees and Giants. Those are the two winning franchises coming out of New York. And then you got Brooklyn. But who in Brooklyn, are they really considered? I mean, it's Brooklyn. But do they appreciate the Brooklyn Nets in New York, New York City? Because it's a New York Nick town, not a Brooklyn Nick town. Even though they're winning, it's not a Brooklyn Nick town. It's a New York Nick town. But the Knicks have been down for a long time. We're going to close out. We're going to close out. We're going to chill. Close out. You know?